1981, George Lucas and Steven Spielberg teamed up to put together the surprise box office hit of the year. Raiders of the Lost Ark thrilled audiences. It solidified Harrison Ford as a top leading man, resurrected Spielberg as a director, and perhaps less positively locked in Lucas as the untouchable, unquestionable magnate who brought us the Star Wars prequels. We're a little too old to have a proper drinking contest like Marion in Nepal, but we got some sipping bourbon. So pour yourself a glass, dream about becoming a dashing grave robber, and join us for episode 25 of Toasting the Classics, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Welcome to Toasting the Classics, episode 25. 25, wow, that's, that's like pretty good. That's quarter pretty of a good. century, that's What kind of podcast bad. is this? What do, we, what do people do on this podcast? Well, this is the podcast where we discuss, uh-huh. analyze, dissect, pick apart. Something a, people something, think is some, a classic. Let's call it creative. Something creative that people think is okay. a classic. Right. And uh, then we decide it, whether it's a classic or not, because our opinion counts. And that's not all. The format also includes... An yeah. alcoholic drink related to the product. Yeah, that that's why it's drinking. called toasting the classics. That's why it's called toasting. Right. Well, to do with we're going to drink no matter whether we decide to toast or we not. We hope that you'll join us. The drinking is non-contingent on the classic. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So that's why we try to have you know something to do with it. Honestly, kind of, <laughs> sometimes we run out of ideas. We have to kind of wing it. But anyway, my name is Clint Lanier. Dave MacArthur. Welcome to Toasting the Classics. And today we are analyzing, picking apart, dissecting, the I wanted to ask you a question before we get started. Okay. Though. So you're a professor. I am a professor. In my impression, and, and uh, this is what I think the life of a professor is like, yeah. how often do your female students paint love you on their eyelids? You know, they used to do it a lot more often, oh, but man. we moved to Zoom classes now. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. So I, I your, a lot your of, musk doesn't have the effect that it does over not, Zoom. Just not anymore. Yeah. yeah I, I do yeah. A, lot, a lot more asynchronous online learning than I used to. and Asynchronous uh, online, like you record something and people watch it later, is that right. what that means? Okay. Right, yeah. Right. So the word, uh, Those words are way too bad. <laughs> so Please. do that a lot. Um, so yeah, not that doesn't happen a lot. I, I get, um, nobody slides into my DMs. Oh. You know, none of that kind of stuff oh. anymore. Oh, well. Actually, ever. There's a, a Rate My Professors website out there. Are you familiar with that? There's a- Rate. Rate. RateMyProfessors.com. <laughs> right. And uh, is there really like in their hotness? No. Well, it's supposed to be like, <laughs> I mean, I guess. Is it like hot or not for professors? It could be, okay. actually. Uh, I had one that I worked with. As a historical with. footnote, hot or not was a website right. <laughs> thousands of years ago. I had ago. one that I worked with and uh, at a different school. <laughs> I happened to look her up because one of my students said, you should look up her. And people kept calling her cougar. <laughs> oh. and it was just comments about her physical attraction. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, not attractiveness, uh, nice. But I got, but I got a, hey, he's really cute. Oh, one, but this was like 15 years ago. Oh, okay. Quite, you know, a lot less wrinkles and, oh, and well. everything else. But oh, well. uh, I still wear the fedora Do you? every, every nice. day in class. Nice. Yeah. Do you think Harrison Ford's more handsome with the glasses or without? I think it's like Clark Kent. I mean, Clark it really Kent. is. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know, wears glasses and everything else. You think there's of, ladies that prefer Clark Kent? Clark, oh, my goodness. Clark Kent? Clark Kent <laughs> to uh, Cal well, L. Well, obviously, there's the, there's the love you. There's the love you. But then Marion, okay, maybe we should back up and say what we're doing. What are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing this so week? We are, we or, has, are, or have we not given it away? <laughs> Harrison Ford, professor, right. Marion. Archaeologist, Marion. We didn't say anything about archaeologists. No, that's that's the first drop that's of archaeologists. Well, you said so. the love you part, which is kind of iconic. So, yes, right. we are talking about Raiders of the Lost Ark. Right, the original Indiana Jones film, the one that started Actually, it all, the one it? that didn't used to be called Indiana Jones and the Raiders of right. the Lost Ark, but That's is right. now. Yeah, Sort now of like is. episode Correct. four. Is now Lucas episode four. can't leave anything yeah. alone. Right. By the way, I will be remastering the first episode of Toast in the Classics <laughs> That's right. in the same, uh, in the same Are you going to so. have a different name for it? Yeah, maybe I should call it Dave MacArthur, Clint Lanier, and, <laughs> and the Gulag Archipelago, and right. the Joy of Zex. Right. Yeah, so that's what we're, we're talking about today. Yep. Um, film debuted in 1981. 81. Uh, that's quickly, right. quickly became the 1981's blockbuster movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, made $330 million worldwide. Speaking of Superman, topped out Superman 2, which was expected that's to right. be a huge movie of the year, that's which right. is actually pretty good. It was a, that was a good one. Was a solid yeah, movie, that was a good one. But, yeah. um, Probably my favorite of the Superman. Superman? Yeah. Yeah. He said that very oddly. Yeah, well, it's the old, you know, the old John Stewart joke yeah, about when, about uh, when they were going to make a Spider-Man movie. He was like, "Remember, Spidey, the Jews control Hollywood. It's Spider-Man." <laughs> so everybody in my family, we all call him Batman, Superman, Batman. Spider-Man. <laughs> nice. So, so just a bunch uh, of Jewish guys <laughs> going around saving one, the there world. There was a there was a third. What was the third movie? There were about three or four movies that came out, out kind of oh in eighty one. Yeah, hmm. um, maybe Alien. I don't no, know how big that alien. one was. 
Anyway, no, Aliens. It was, it was, it was a James Bond movie. It was... Oh, um, View to a Kill? View to a Kill. Okay. Yeah, that's what it was. Is that 81? I thought that I think, was later. I think so. Okay. Yeah, I think it was 81. And, uh, but Superman 2 was, was supposed to be the Wanda. Right. And, uh, and so what happened is this came out a week before Superman 2. Obviously, this one, Rage of the Lost Ark, claimed mm-hmm. the box office. Yeah. Fell to like number three the second week right. after Superman 2 and uh, James Bond. And then I think climbed back up and then never looked back. And it was like first. It's, you know, from then it's on. still the leggiest movie of all time. As in, it's the movie that just kept making money. Right. And that, I know that, I'm sorry, there's actually a technical term for it. It's the longest time to get to its to get to its final like amount of box office right. from like when it came out. Something along those lines. Well, it played, it played, so it came out, I want to say like March, April, 81. F- its final run was in a theater in July, 82. Yeah. So yeah. a full year. Imagine yeah. having a, a movie in a theater for a full year. Again, yeah, we've right? we've talked about this before. It's because films just didn't come out right. on, on video. Like yeah. I don't know if I told this. Well, I mentioned this before, but when I was a kid, I used to go every week to the video store mm-hmm. from 1981 when we got our first VHS to like 1988 and look for Empire Strikes Back. Right. And go up and do you have, do you guys have Empire Strikes never Back? Had it, and be like, no, no, nope, never. Got to go see that in the movie theater because they'll re-release it every right. once in a while. Just a completely different model sure. of films, and now we're at a third completely different one where right. it doesn't even go to the theater. Yeah, just simultaneous. Watch it on TV, yeah, so. yeah. But yeah, this was the leggiest movie of all time. Apparently, can you I, imagine though watching this on TV versus like in the theater? I was thinking that I was watching it on my computer, mm-hmm. and the the sound and uh, in the truck sequence because yeah. we wa- I, we watched it in the theater recently. I took my son to see it downtown here. It's just so much better yeah. and it's just immersive and it's so loud and like exciting right. and you know, you can kind of wander and, and, off and, and look and at something so else. Big, it's you know, big. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's it's one of those big films and and uh you know, we talked about this before too. One of those really where the the theater has to be really big. Right. To kind of have or the screen has to be really big. It I think so. I think it I think it just improves everything yeah. so much. When I read about the release of this movie, they're talking about how it didn't have a lot of buzz before it came right. out. Like it was like like we said Superman 2 was the big movie that was coming out. Yeah. And I remember going to visit my dad. They were staying in temporary quarters and I could still see I, I still drive past this apartment building we were mm-hmm. staying when I'm back in DC. And he took me down to the 7-Eleven, and we got a pack of Raiders of the Lost Ark trading cards. I remember those. I had some, and too. And I was like, these are awesome. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. let's go see the movie. And I was right. four. Yeah. And I, he took me to see this movie, and I was just, like, blown. I mean, it just, I think, kind of terrified me. I, I, I definitely remember the monkey dying <laughs> and being really upset about that Bad when I was little. Dates. But in general, I just really thought it was awesome. Yeah. Like, it was. It, oh, it was no, this, this, is, this is huge. I mean, yeah. this is like, this was kind of like, so I was seven when I saw this. It was kind of like Goonies. Where it was just mm. this again, Steven Spielberg, right. again one of those action adventure movies that mm-hmm. a kid can just put themselves there and be like, I want to do that for the rest of my life. I think I just you wanted know? to be Indiana Jones. Yeah, absolutely. Like, what so kid, many of the what things. What kid didn't want to be Indiana Jones? It went you know? farther than being a kid. I think a lot of the yeah. things I was interested in throughout yeah. my life have been sort of spurred. <laughs> you know, like I like right. learning languages. I like history. Yeah. I like travel. I like you know nature Fedora, and the jungle. Said, and, yeah, right, right. Stubble um, whips. Mm. Uh. Mm. <laughs> I actually did have a little bullwhip when I was so a kid. I. <laughs> and I, I remember I went um, on like a hike in the woods. Uh-huh. I had my hat, my Indiana Jones hat. Of course. And I was teaching myself to whip it like around yeah. trees. Uh-huh. And I remember I slipped on the edge of the creek mm. and whipped it around a tree. And I was like, I can't believe I did this. And I was hanging on, like about to pull myself up, and the whip split in half, <laughs> and I fell in the creek. <laughs> Why isn't mine as good as Indy's? Uh, well, right. it's because it's not Indy. Right, that's yeah. true. He obviously yeah. has a good bull whip. Yeah. And I had a He's got pretty sweet gear, by the way. So He really did. Can you get one of those guns, the Webley? Uh, well, they made those that? things to last. I mean, all of that, yeah. all of that gear yeah. that he had, I mean, if you, if you think about it, it was all made to last. His pistol, you mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, it's a, a particularly cool pistol. That, yeah. It's that tip-up design kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I like that 38. Uh, yeah, I bet you can get one of those. I'm sure you can. Probably, right? Yeah. I've got the shoes, by the way. Did I mention that? You mentioned that before. Yeah, he's wearing, I got he's wearing identical uh, Indiana Jones boots. I randomly, uh, John Roderick, the guy from the Omnibus podcast, mm-hmm. I sent him a, like a DM on Twitter because he just seems like the kind of guy that would know these sorts of things. And I was like, what kind of shoes does Indiana Jones wear? Where can I get them? And I got into like a long conversation with him. Mm-hmm. And he told me, and I told my wife, and she went out and got them for me for my birthday. And so they're like really nice you're pair a, of shoes. You're a spoiled, spoiled man. This is before he went uh, Bean Dad. 
Did you hear that whole story? No, he like his daughter was trying to open a tin of oh, beans. Oh yeah, 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 I did. Yeah, I did. This was hear like that. I literally was yeah. talking to him on Twitter like yeah. two days before that happened. Yeah, people gave him a real and hard I, time. I jumped in and tried to support him, and I, I was like, oh my god, like I might have just probably added gasoline onto the fire. Like, I totally was, support him. He's like, I mean, Come on, do it yourself. I mean, he was just kidding. Honestly, yeah. I think it's just a bit. I don't think he really treats his kid that way. But well, and um, like, and, and to think that he would never feed his kid. Right. You know. I mean, there were people on there saying that no kid should ever go more than an hour without eating. I'm like, oh. What? Well, what yeah. are you talking about there? But anyway, I got shoes out of the deal, so it's pretty cool. <laughs> so, so you got something. It all worked yeah. out in the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, definitely. So, how'd you watch? How'd you watch the movie? DVD streaming. Oh. <laughs> like, did you go to the movie theater back in 1981? Did you take your time machine? Time machine back. First time I saw it was in was in the Rio Grande theaters. Really we talked about before. Back when they were doing first run, first run movies. Oh, nice. And they had. I Very think they cool. had. I think they have two screens. Um, in that theater. I don't know. Um, I think they had one to the left, one to the right. Okay. And it's so this is kind of our art house theater here in town um, in our little town of Las Cruces. Right. But at the time, they were showing first run movies. So I saw Empire Strikes Back. Nice. I saw um, Indiana Jones, uh, both Temple of Doom and Raiders of the Lost, Lost Ark there. Nice. And, and Temple of Doom did scar me for life. Yeah. I mean, in the heart scene, oh, my God. Yeah, that's pretty you know? scary stuff. My, um, my, my dad wouldn't let me see that one. But this one, all this one did was just blow me away. Just yeah. like, I want to be that. That's yeah. all I want. All I want I want to go fight and fight Nazis. But it's funny because I was thinking about that. So there's the two movies have these very different reputations, right? right? I've shown my kids all the Indiana Jones movies, and they love them. Mm-hmm. And every kid I ever introduce Indiana Jones to, without fail, wants to watch Temple of Doom over and over again because it moves. The yeah. pace of that movie is so much faster. It's right. so much more exciting. And there's a child character in it. Kids love that movie, even though... There's a lot of children in it. Let's be honest, it's kind of xenophobic. You yes. know, like it really does not treat uh, foreign cultures with the respect <laughs> right. that they're right. due, you know. Uh, but it's just a really fun movie. And I, Wait, wait, wait. Are you saying if I go to India, I'm not going to eat monkey brains no, you're probably and not. beetles? Yeah, probably not. Darn. But I and, mean, and baby snakes and just shove them down my gullet? Yeah. Yeah, there's, I think, what they're trying to go for there is just kind of a, like, pulpy idea of the rest of the world. Yeah. Because well, movies used to be, it used to be okay to produce a movie, and the movie was for Americans. Well, and, it would sort of, and it would sort of accidentally go to other countries mm-hmm. sometimes. Nowadays, right. when you release a movie, it's got to be, the audience well, is the and, whole planet. The whole, you know? the whole point of Indiana Jones is he's, he's playing off of, like, Humphrey Bogart's 1940s and yeah, 30s. Yeah, a lot of ways, yeah. Um, kind of campy exotic movies you know right. and um and i remember watching these movies when i was a kid we didn't have cable so we'd see like uh, on on the uhf channel mm-hmm. you know we'd see these old black and white movies from like the 30s and 40s like treasure of sierra madre or something like yeah, i mean that. even like, not even that that would be like you know an a-grade movie compared to stuff we were oh, watching there was like oh, the french oh, foreign okay. legion and you know and all these other ones that were full of adventure and stuff like that but it did present any place that outside of the U.S. as an, quote, unquote, other place. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was listening and to— So everything was exotic. Everything was weird. Right. And they played up as much as they could. So, was, so you know the movie Lost in Translation? Yeah. Bill Murray, Scarlett Johansson. Somebody was talking about how the— Terrible movie. The, I mean, I, it didn't really make a huge impression. A lot of people love that movie. Yeah. But there was a subset of people complaining about it, I read, uh, saying that it presents Japan as this confusing foreign culture. Mm-hmm. And I was like— from an American's perspective, right. Japan right. is a confusing and yeah. foreign place. The movies aren't always for right. everyone. Like, just don't watch it. Yeah. You know, if you're Japanese, it's really it probably a, doesn't speak. Um, if I was in Japan, I would be confused. There's a post structural the theorist named Roland Bart, and uh, he has a book called The Empire. I think it's called The Empire of Signs, or something like that. Mm. The Land of Signs, it's like a semiotics text, or yeah, something like that. But it's all about Japan. And if you think cool. about it, like everything is uh, even the the you know the writing is visuals, right? They're they're Kanji is pictures. Sort and, of. And so sort or, of sort yeah, of. it is, right. I mean, it's very, very um, abstract. They were, but once, that's what, they were yes. once pictures. There's so actually, there's actually a lot of theories that, uh, theories that like our alphabet was once pictograms yeah, it could also. Have been. Like, but, you know, the, the, the point is that it is, unless you're Japanese, it's a very difficult culture to enter sure. and, and understand, sure. you know. Sure. Um, ours probably would be too, but ours is so widely distributed that people get used to right. it. Right. You know, from the time they're children. But see, an equivalent for Temple of Doom would be like he went to Japan and all they eat is like raw fish. And, right. you right. know, and they all walk in sandals. And, right. I mean, it's know. a Temple of Doom. You're playing up a right. thuggy right. cult. It's yeah, like, yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, yes, fair enough. You know, it's probably not the best way to introduce <laughs> Americans to Indian right. culture. Sure. 
but you get, you know, it's just kind of a thing that doesn't really land. So the other thing about that one is it's supposed to be so gory, like you said, mm-hmm. with the heart ripping scene. Yeah. And it's supposed to be indie was so dark. And I'm, mm-hmm. you watch, go back and watch Raiders again. You're like, he, he like just threatens, the, he starts pulling his gun to just shoot Belloc in the middle of that bar. Right. He's just going to kill him in cold blood. Well, he's going to have you them know? both die. Right, Remember? he's like, yeah. we're both going to die. We're both going to yeah. shoot each other. And and there's a part where somebody's head explodes and another person's head face melts and pretty darn gory. <laughs> well, he, but you know? he didn't do that. No, but it, no, I'm saying Indy, Indy is dark. Yeah. Indy is very dark. Oh, I Raiders. see what you're saying. Yeah. And yeah. it's pretty darn gory movie. Yeah. So I don't really see a whole lot of difference between right. the two films. You know, the child slavery thing is maybe not the, you know, that that's yeah. But he was he was on the other side of that. Yeah, one, he's on the other so. side of that. He he saves them. I I actually think Indy in a lot of ways is more heroic in that film. Yeah, he goes in being kind of greedy, he just mm-hmm. wants his fortune and glory. But then he ends up like taking huge risks to right. rescue all these children. That's a lot more right. pure than what he's doing in Raiders. Why is he trying to save the Ark? What's what's his motivation? I think his motivation is to keep the Nazis from getting it. I think Did, that's the point. That's what we want as we're watching it. But is that what Indiana Jones is doing? Well, I mean, they, he just really want to oh, get I a see. hold no, of No, that's this, a good point because yeah, he get, yeah, you're absolutely we're, right. We're worried that no, the no, no, Nazis no, are going to have the Ark in front well, of the army. Well, there's a scene. There's a scene when who's the museum director? His friend. Um, oh, uh, Denel Melliot's character, Marcus. Marcus, Marcus Brody. yeah, Marcus Mr. Brody. Marcus Brody, yeah. sir. Yeah, when uh, when uh, Marcus is telling him that that he's he's going on it, right. And, and he's like, you've never done anything right. like this before. And he's like, Marcus, this is the chance to get, you know, the. But he also dismisses the supernatural. Yeah, but he's like, this it, is right? an artifact. Like, you know, he's this talking is an about it. He's incalculable yeah, significance. Exactly. You know, so he's talking about I'm it. Talking about terms. history. You're talking about the boogeyman. Yeah, the boogeyman. Yeah. What are you trying to do? Scare me? Yeah. What, what are you? Or when he shows, you? when they show, you, the, uh, they show the OS up, OSS operatives, yeah. the book. And he's like looking at the, and they're like, "What's that coming out of?" And he's like, "Lightning, thing, fire, wrath power of God, or something." He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't care about any <laughs> right. of that stuff. He doesn't, he doesn't think the Nazis are. going to I, be I like powerful. that throwaway line though. He's like, "Good God, yes, yeah, so that's just what the Jews, what the, Hebrews <laughs> the, the Hebrews thought." thought. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Daniel Melly, it's pretty funny. Like, yeah. I like, I like everything about his accent, the way he talks. <laughs> he's more comical in the second one, but no, third, or sorry, third, the third one. one. Yeah. I think the, the Last Crusade works better mm-hmm. because it's just kind of. A different artifact, same right. story same in story. a lot of ways. Yeah. And, the, and the, the fourth one was just like, you know, yeah. just a mess. Train wreck. Just a mess. Well, the first one, you know. I mean, the first one, it's always it's always hard to recapture lightning in a bottle, right? It's just impossible sure. to do. And that's what kind of what the first one was. I mean, think about Lucas, the success he had right. from like 75 to like 85, right? Yeah. He had the Star Wars trilogy. Right. And then he had the Indiana Jones trilogy. Right. Both that he made. I mean, those were his... Totally his property. Did you read through the creative yeah. process for this film? I did. It was Every really complicated. Every idea George Lucas had was a terrible it was a idea. Terrible idea. And he had do, he had a great idea for the basic concept. Do, do you concept want to, do you want to tell the audience the uh, I mean, original one, the original I mean, name of the, of the of the movie? Oh no, I don't know that. Actually. The Adventures, uh, the Adventures oh, Indiana of Indiana Smith. Smith. Yeah. See, that it, sounded terrible. <laughs> yeah. Marion um, was supposed to have been eleven years old when yes, they had an affair. Right. Indiana Jones was a drunken uh, gambler. Gambler. Yes. It was just you know none of those were good ideas. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Having Kaufman and Spielberg and right. uh, and and Lawrence Kasdan sitting there saying no 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 don't do that. But by the time of like Indiana Jones four, like the prequel trilogy, you can't tell George Lucas no, Ugh. you're fired. You tell George yeah. Lucas no, you're you're fired. Right. And you can see in the prequels he's still doing the things he's good at. The basic concepts and a lot of the ideas are really good. You just needed somebody that understood tell, what tell anyone would want to watch. Well, you needed you, know. you needed peers. He, and right. he didn't have any peers no, at that point. Peers, yeah. But uh, the weird so thing about Spielberg, did you read about where where Spielberg was in his career? Yeah, he when was this, he was on a downhill. He was like done. Yeah, like people thought he was like a wonder kind that was well, like done. Nineteen forty one was over budget and right. it was a flop. And uh, he had Jaws. He had Jaws previously. Right. And maybe Close Encounters. I think was Close in the Encounters. 70s. Yeah. I think Close and Encounters. And then did nineteen forty one. It was a big flop. Apparently that was just too much. Like people were almost done with him because he didn't have that the studios, much of a track the studios record. were because they yeah. didn't want him to direct it. Right. And Lucas was emphatic, like, no, he's directing it. I, I'd always known that they were really good friends. They both went to USC and all that other stuff, and, yeah. and they met film school and stuff uh, with um, Francis Ford Coppola. Like that, oh, the they, three, yeah, they all knew the, each other? Yeah, the three of them were, like, best buds. Um, I think Coppola actually worked on the THX, was it 1030? What's THX 1138. 1138, yeah. Coppola worked on that. But, so uh, speaking of friendship and conviviality. Yeah. I think we should have a drink on this show. I think you're right. And, so, what, and what we're doing for the show tonight, 
is we're going to set up shot glasses in the middle of the table. That's right. And we're just going to keep drinking them until one of what? us falls over on the ground. That's right. right. That's, That's exactly plan. what we're yeah. doing. Yeah. So um, now, I'm, I'm going to shout some indistinguishable. Pestore. Like, ne- Pestore. Nepalese. I, I actually literally know how to say, like, wait a second, in <laughs> Nepalese, if I'm ever there, because I've watched Indiana Jones a <laughs> right. thousand times. Did so you, you notice you notice how there's lots of German in this movie, right? There is, yes. I learned a lot of German from this movie, but yeah. every time a German speaks, mm-hmm. they're, like, super intense. Yes. Nobody ever says anything called. It's always like, schnell, schnell. <laughs> yeah. okay. What we're going to do, in all seriousness, is we're, we're just, just going to drink whiskey, no ice, totally neat. Because I figure if Marion can do it, we can do it. Right. Also, and, uh, because I did not get your text messages telling me to bring in ice <laughs> on the way over here. So. You just had to spoil it. I was trying yeah. to make us look good. Yeah, no. Uh, and I just went for some some simple American whiskey. This is Evan Williams' second best-selling whiskey in, in America. It's okay. super inexpensive. It's like 12 or 13 bucks a bottle. That's um, not very expensive. Not very expensive at all. No. It's, and it's aged four years. Um, it's actual bourbon. It is made in— Are we going to be okay? Like, is this going to leave us with a, a bad taste in our mouth afterwards? Are we going to be— Well, if you don't like bourbon, I guess it would be I bad. do. I love bourbon. They're just saying you're, you're playing up the cheapness and the— No, I'm playing up the value. Oh, okay. Yeah, this all is right. this is an okay. extremely uh, good value for, for your money. It's, oh, I, I mean, see what if you're, you're gonna, if you're gonna If you're going to buy bourbon to mix— What's the proof on it? It smells it's, strong. Is it higher than 83, 84? So a it? tiny bit higher, but not... 86. A, t- a little bit, but not mm-hmm. enough to smell, I don't think. But for some reason, I smell the alcohol. Well, Maker's, I think Maker's Mark is like 90 or okay. something like that. So, right. But this is higher than like Jim Beam White, which is 80. Most spirits in, in the U.S. are like 80. That's uh-huh. kind of what everybody's palates Yeah, 80 is pretty much what I'm um, expecting right. out, of so, a, out of a hard liquor. So it's four years aged. I mean, this is a really good value. If you're going to drink, especially mixed drinks, no special occasion... You're just going to have a highball or something before you go to bed, you know, okay. watching the game. What's a highball? Or did uh, we talk about We said this before, but what yeah. is it? Tell me again. I forgot. I think a highball is just whiskey soda. I mean, that's what I think of as a highball. Huh. Okay. Yeah. I think I had the exact same reaction last time you told me that. It's <laughs> not at all what I thought a highball yeah. was, but okay. It's, just, it. it's nothing special. But it's it's one of those drinks that they used to drink a lot in the 50s uh-huh. that we don't really drink anymore. Highball drinks with the gang. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But uh, anyway, so cheers. Here's cheers. To, some straight First whiskey. Sip of the Evan Williams. To, to Marion. Oh, we're not actually cheersing? Well, yeah, we yeah. can't. If we cheers, then that means we've officially toasted the classics. I think. No, no, no. No, we're allowed to no, pre-cheer? Yeah, pre-cheer. Okay. There we go. Warm, but I don't really mind that, actually. That's okay. Something I thought you might go with, although totally impossible to go with. Okay. I don't even know. There's the bit where Marion's trying to escape from Belloc in the mm-hmm. tent, and they drink the together. brandy. And I, I yeah. guess it's brandy. It's yeah. a clear liquid, and he says yeah. he's French, and it's his family label. Yeah. They drink it. She pretends to be getting drunker than she actually is. Right. But then he actually kind of doesn't end around because it's his family label, and it doesn't, I guess, get him drunk anymore. I don't know if that works that I thought way, he did get drunk. I could, I've never been able to 100% figure it out. But he's like, it's my family label. And I think he's just kind of just as sober as she is. Like, they're both. Well, but they're, la- I, they're laughing, though. And I think, and she's like. But I think they're both playing up how drunk oh. they are. I think hmm. they both Maybe. are basically able to hold their well, liquor. Apparently, well. they were, like, in the original, before the, it, that was yeah, cut. Yeah, they actually, just, like, were into each other. Yeah, they yeah. were kind of, like, yeah. mutual attraction type of thing. Right. And he's yeah, a good-looking guy, too. I mean, you know. It's cool. He's like, yeah. you, could see, you could see he's, like, a cooler, cool, like, distinguished, like, He's like the, you know, yeah. But he High, is highbrow version. You know the part of, when she's like, "What kind of friends are these? What kind of people are these friends of yours?" <laughs> friends it's of like, yours, uh, yeah. "They're Nazis. They're yeah, bad they're, people. They're Nazis like, are bad people." I'm working yeah. with the bad guys here, lady. Get <laughs> used right. to it, you know. But right. and he eats I a look, fly. So he does eat a fly, which is yes. pretty ba, if you ask me. Yeah. So I, I looked at the bottle of mm-hmm. what they're drinking, okay. and it's in Arabic. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's somebody there. I looked it up online. Some people said it's a Tunisian fig, fig brandy, which seems very uh, plausible to me. But why would it be his label? His family's label. Because he might be Pierre Noir. Mm. E- either they screwed up and just got a local bottle and yeah. hoped nobody would see the label, or he actually might be French from Algeria or Tunisia. Yeah, it could be. Which maybe. is possible. Yeah, maybe. So, I don't know. I don't know. I'm giving them credit, you know, right. if, if that's true. There's a lot of stuff going on this well, I was go- I was, before I decided on whiskey, see, normally what I try to do is I try to find something kind of obscure in the, uh-huh. in the movie, and like you did with the Flaming Dr. Pepper. Sure. I mean, it's nowhere in the book, but it kind of goes with it. It's fun. I couldn't do that. I could not find a mixed drink. So I was like, okay, what what do they drink in Nepal? Oh, that would have been neat. Nothing at all that you could find here or oh. would probably want. Probably, I mean, there, they might like, drink Arak, the mare's milk, uh, yeah, fermented, fermented mare's, mare's, mare's milk. I don't milk. think you could get that here, though. Right? Yeah, there's a type of uh, kind of a type of um, like cloudy vodka. I wasn't quite sure what it was. What oh, let's not drink with. that. Yeah. That doesn't sound good. You know, um, that one of my favorite anecdotes from like the – 
Mongol Empire. Oh. They had this feast sort of at some point where the empire, empire was pretty well solidified. And there was a fountain in the middle of the room for this feast mm-hmm. that gave drinks from the four corners of the empire, mm-hmm. one of which was Arak, the fermented mil- mare's milk. Mm-hmm. The other one was like something from China. There was beer and wine, like to oh, represent the different drinks yeah, from yeah. all over. I just thought that was super cool. Yeah, that's, 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 that's a lot of preparation. That's a lot of, well, but I guess, know, but I guess. If you rule the earth. I was going to say, if you rule the earth, you have all those. You know, you look at the, the yeah, pal- resources at you look at the palace at Versailles and realize that they had right. to move a river to wow. irrigate that, yeah. for example. So, I mean, people can do what you tell them to do if, if you're the Sun King or, but I like, I really like the backstory of this movie. Um, backstory, like how it got made. Yeah. All of yeah. it, all the it's pre-production pretty, stuff. Right. So it makes it uh, seem pretty unlikely, doesn't it? Right. So, uh, like we said, the title, uh, <laughs> The Adventures of Indiana Smith, Ugh. who was a drunk gambler. And he was an adventurer. I don't, he wasn't necessarily an archaeologist. He was a grave robber. Well, that shows because yeah. he's not an archaeologist. Right. He's well. a guy who knows a lot about history, and he has a <laughs> professorship, but he does not do anything that an archaeologist <laughs> would do, even in 1936. Right. Well, archaeologists would not have just, like, taken the thing and ran away with it. Like, <laughs> this, is not, this is not how archaeology works. Like, well, they would have if people were chasing after him and yeah, stuff, plausibly, I guess. Yeah, plausibly, I guess, but, I mean, you if know. If he knew that somebody else, if he knew a grave robber was coming. There that's, was proper archaeology that's sort of, in the That's sort of how, how, I, how I square it. I imagine he knew Belloc was coming after the idol, and so he was trying to to take it before Belloc would really take it and sell it. And he was tr- always trying to put it in a museum. Right. He would steal it from somewhere. Yeah. You know, he wouldn't take any pictures of where it came from, wouldn't investigate the site at all. Right. He would steal it. Yeah. But then he'd take, put it in a museum. Of course, Marcus paid him yeah. for his pieces for yeah, the museum. It's, so it's like, it's well, uh, I don't think archaeology has like almost ever worked. It's kind of circular, you know, yeah, if you think a about bit. it. Uh, yeah, so the original guy was a grave robber. And what do you think about the original casting for Indiana Jones? Well, there was a whole bunch of people that were considered, but they actually Tom Selleck was the guy that was, was the guy. Do it. Yeah. yeah, I mean that just sounds terrible to me. I think Harrison Ford, like I said, when Harrison Ford puts on the glasses and mm-hmm. goes into the into the classroom, yeah, you know, like Tom Selleck was like a heartthrob. Mm-hmm. Harrison Ford's a good looking dude. He's a movie star, you know, but like he's an average Joe looking. He's guy, kind though. of an average yeah. Joe looking guy. He's not obviously he's much more attractive mm-hmm. than you and I as he walks walks down the street. Speak me, for yourself. Than just me. Thank than you. Me. Right. Yeah. Thanks. As he walks down the street, but Tom Selleck was like. There was a yeah. freaking centerfold of him. Yeah, yeah. Or is that Burt Reynolds? Burt Reynolds was Burt a Burt Reynolds is the guy I'm yeah. thinking. I'm sorry. But I get the two of them mixed up because of the uh, mustache. The mustache, so, yeah. yeah. But no, Tom Selleck was. I mean, he was a he was a really good looking guy. But, yeah. it, but I could, that one I could kind of see. I could I could almost see that one. I know it's always just hard. Just too much. Just too much. It's always me. hard to say that. You know, yeah. it's always hard to say that. But I mean, it'd be like just, like, just like Christopher Walken uh, as Han Solo would have been good. Christopher yeah. Walken. Okay. Yeah, I've heard that, but yeah. she's too much for you, old man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Made the Kessel Run. It's and, like the oh. second girl in Temple of Doom. I don't like her as much as Marion. Yeah, she's just too much. She just looks like a yeah. like a Bimbo. starlet, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, which is her character, right. but it's just she does know. a lot of screaming. She does a lot of screaming. She's just yeah. kind of lame, you know. Well, Marion's better for this movie because she's tough. Marion's she, cool. And she Marian's, punches people. Yeah. And, Marion's my kind of gal. Yeah, you know, that's that's you know so. She'd get a good head on her shoulders. She's right. smart, you know, like, uh, so it's she, uh, the whole thing where she was supposed to be like a child when they were dating was creepy. <laughs> well, they, 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 they reference it in the film. They, she says, I was I a was, child. Was it a was child. wrong. And, you know, <laughs> you know, but it was like, yeah, but not really. Well, they took it from 11. But not to, literally a from child. From 11. Right? And then Spielberg's like, I think we, she needs to be yeah. older uh, to like 15 or 16. So, which is still. And you know what? Well, even, I didn't even realize she was supposed to be that. Not young. only was he, I never thought she not was only was he a grave robber, he was a cradle robber. Cradle robber, robber. Yes, yes, that's true. That's true. He's the worst archaeologist <laughs> in the world. But, you know, it's funny because they do that in uh, Star Wars. George Lucas does the same darn thing in the prequels. Why the heck is Natalie Portman. Oh, yeah. Why does she get together with the little boy from the first movie right. and the second right. one? I mean, yes, he grows up, to, but then they're the same age. It doesn't make any it sense. Make any like sense I, at all. But anyway. Well, Princess Leia is also like, I think she was like 17, uh, Carrie Fisher, when she made she that movie. She might have been, yeah. So I really like that bar sequence in Nepal. Yes. I like that bit. I just could watch it over and over again. Right. It's just really well choreographed. The whole thing? The, yeah. Like the fight scene too? Like well, that, just from the that. second he walks in the door and she throws the shot glass on the ground, yeah. she's like, Indiana Jones. Like right. that's just so well done. Like yeah. his, silhouette his silhouette in the door yeah. and everything. Like every every part of that sequence for like the next Well, it's, it's minutes. just so freaking romantic. Right, I mean the whole thing is romantic. It's just it's, cool. It's, it's 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 playing on. You said the Humphrey Bogart thing. Yeah. It's like the the girl from treasure, your past, Treasure you know, Casablanca, yeah. you know, like showing yeah. up and right. and stuff like that. So that it's just really well done. Yeah, it's, it's great old movie style right. movie making, and it's just 
That fight sequence is mm-hmm. terrific. The sound editing, oh, every gunshot, yeah. every punch so, is a yeah. yeah. You know, like, <laughs> it, it, it really, yeah. You know, like yeah. it's just great. Absolutely. You know, like, so that, that's one of the funnest fight scenes. Though. I think Everything so. from like I think so, yeah. where he's whiskey, whiskey, and yeah. <laughs> hits the, yeah. him with some of the bottle, and then the, uh, you know, shoot them. Shoot them both. Shoot them. And they're Shoots like, what? They're like, huh? <laughs> what is going on there? Why does that guy continue to fight Indiana Jones after that? He's, <laughs> he must be like a random hired thug. Is that the local. guy with the... With the, with the so um, that guy... That's the guy with the illegal firearm. He has an illegal firearm. Don't you remember that? His arm is literally on fire and he's swinging oh. it. <laughs> You'd better not cut yeah. that out. Yes, yes, yes. Our yes, listeners yes. are rolling on the ground laughing yes, right now. that's probably true. That's, that's why, probably they, true. That's why yeah. they subscribe. So the that show. actor yeah. is actually... And this this is part of... It's an early surprise and I can ruin it because I have like yeah. three things that surprise me about this movie. That's the same actor that plays the mechanic. Yeah, the boxer, the, the German. The big yeah. boxing German, yep. who's also the same actor from Temple of Doom right. that gets squished by the rock crusher, right. who's also the same actor who plays General Kale in Willow. I didn't know that part. So all the same guy. And General yeah. Kale is named, is named after, after one of the like most vicious critics, critics of this movie. <laughs> right. I did not know that. That was another big <laughs> yeah. surprise for me. I didn't know that. It's still not my biggest surprise of the movie. but um, Well, can, can I, if we're talking about the, the, the two-character thing, the two character actors. Can I spoil the other one, or is that going to be no? Because that's my biggest surprise. Okay, right, that so, was the one that so caught that, me okay, completely so by we're surprise. Gonna, we're going to we're going to leave that aside. Right. Yeah, that whole fight scene was fantastic. You know the guy the, she's having the drinking contest with. This is another minor surprise. Okay. That's an Australian. Is it? Yeah. The character was Australian. What my whole life, I just thought they poorly cast a big white dude as being a Nepalese Sherpa. Okay. But it's supposed to be an Australian climber. She's having the drinking contest. I didn't with. know that. And I've always wondered. I'm always like, that guy looks. That Why, guy does but, not look Nepalese at all. But, of course, there's the one guy who's got the fake Asian yeah, yeah. eyes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah. Why but did they why, do that? But why movies? would they, but why would a, a climber be like a 300 pound brute? Because the dude is a big fat guy. Yeah, he's a great big dude. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I how, how would that be a climber? I, I don't get know. That one. I don't know. But that's what it said. The Australian climber is how he's built. Yeah. And I was looking at that. I was like, oh. So some facts about this movie that 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 I thought were really cool. Okay. Uh, made for twenty million dollars. You could not make that movie for twenty million today. You can't make anything for twenty million dollars. Um, shot in seventy three days, less than three months, uh, just over two months. Uh, shot in three locations. So Hawaii for all of the jungle stuff. Was it uh, Tunisia for all the desert stuff? I think so. Yeah. Same and, as Star Wars. Star Wars was also so one of the can the canyon he's in. Yeah, with the yeah. RPG. Which, right. by the way, there were no RPGs in. That's the canyon that the uh, that the. Um, That's the canyon R two D two gets lost in by right. himself, yeah. and the Jawas come after yeah. him. Yeah. yeah, and then the other one was France. They they shot somewhere in France for the U uh, boat scene where the U boat comes up to the other boat. That was shot. Oh, interesting. You could see in the shore France. in the background. It was the first time I ever yeah. noticed that. No, no, Spain. Movie. I'm sorry, Spain. Not yeah. not France. Okay. Spain. They actually had a U boat. Dock, like left over from World War II, and that's where that whole scene where they go up to the dock and stuff. That's where all that shot. Ah, okay. Is a leftover World War II. Uh, you know, uh, it's hard to believe the Germans didn't win World War II when five years before the war they had already conquered North Africa and owned sub bases all over Greece and things mm-hmm. like that. It's really uh, yeah, pretty pretty amazing that because none of that's true. I know. Not, yeah. not of any capacity to have in a nineteen thirty seven. In nineteen thirty six, this movie takes place. There's yeah. no way that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Where 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 is that sub base? Just in Greece? Yeah, they had to conquer somewhere. Greece during the anyway. But well, maybe it's a secret one. I mean, you know, it would have to be awfully secret for nobody to notice. <laughs> maybe they're they're expanding this to the Marvel universe. In fact. I have issue number one of Raiders of the Lost Ark in 1981. You I have, should probably sell that. No, it might be worth something. See, that's my kids' tuition. Uh, I, I'm okay. not going to have any money yeah. by the time yeah, they go my, to college. But my uh, dad's whole plan for my tuition was he saved the uh, original glasses from Burger King for Star Wars, <laughs> and he gave them to me when, nice. when I was like 25. He nice. gave them to me. I was like, uh, these are probably worth something. But yeah, yeah, yeah. 25, yeah. 50 bucks, something like that. Yeah, I have uh, I, I have Looney Tunes issued by Pepsi. From 1976. Okay. Um, they were at my grandma's house, and I think they got them when my brother and I were like, you know, babies. You're talking comics. No, I'm talking glasses. Oh, so well, yeah, yeah. I had glasses. The, the Muppet Muppet movie ones too. Oh, used well, to love, but those we used those <laughs> all the time. The other and movie. Those got broken. That was the other movie that came out. It's the Great Muppet Caper. Yes, came it out. Did. It did. Uh, and Clash of the Titans. Actually, and Clash of the, the Titans. Yep. I actually remember, remember going to see all those. God, in the that was a terrible. The worst of, out of Clash all of them is of Clash Titans? of the Titans. Oh, oh that's not God. The no, stop, that's a good movie. The stop motion claymation Aww. stuff. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah, it doesn't hold up terribly well, but Ugh. it's a pretty good movie. Then you had the guy from L.A. Law as uh, yeah, yeah, Harry Hamlin. I just watched that with Alex not too long ago. <laughs> did you, did, did you like it? Yeah, yeah, we like it. Uh, Anything with monsters. Wasn't there one? Uh, there was another one made around. Wasn't um, Sinbad? 
Sinbad those was, are older, but yeah, yeah. it's the same. Uh, it's the same guy, Ray Harryhausen, that did the stop motion okay. for all right. those movies. Yeah. So. Those are just as terrible. You know, the skeleton fight skeleton, and Jason yeah. the Argonauts ha- holds up that's really the well. One. That's, that's a really the other good one. I, was I mean, of. you got it. It's from the '60s. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. You know, like it stuff's pretty good, like for its <laughs> time. So, back in the day before there was CGI, basically it was Jurassic Park. Pretty where much that changed. Yeah. It was stop yeah, motion up until then. So yeah, yeah. I, I like the actual effects, um, physical. You know, like special effects. There's a word for it. But not practical, the CGI. Practical, practical effects. effects yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, I still like that. I'm more impressed by that than, than the CGI stuff. Um, another couple of quick things is okay. uh, nobody would, would buy the movie because right. uh, Lucas said, I want complete control. You can't tell me anything. Uh, plus, I want a share of <laughs> profits. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want the rights for any sequels afterwards. And everybody's like, are you crazy? No, no. I right. can't do that. Right, right, right. Which is which I kind of found surprising because I mean, after Star Wars, he made so much money off of Star Wars. You know, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Why would they tell him no? Just, I don't it, know. It doesn't it doesn't make sense. I mean, it, it would be an easy kind of an easy gamble. You know, I think there'd been a little dip for Empire in terms of earnings, but it was still super successful. Still, yeah, so still I, huge. I don't know. I don't know. You'd think you would just let him write his own ticket right. to whatever the heck he wanted, but um, I don't know. but somebody finally did. Who was it? Uh, was it Paramount? Yeah, it's Paramount because they have the mountain, right? Yes. Paramount, okay. Yeah, which turns into the mountain in South America and then turns into the mountain on the Gong. Actually, it's mount, one it's, one, it's volcano in Kauai. Oh, that makes it sense, is. yeah. Uh, yeah, they said they filmed, uh, this one was filmed partially on the Nepali coast. Yeah. The bit with the uh, donkeys. Yes. At the beginning, the, yeah. that's Nepali. So, yeah, it might be that mountain, right. actually. Might be. That makes sense. You I might think it there. is. I think it is that mountain. You might have think, climbed I think they that told mountain. us that. No, we saw it. It's far oh, off. Okay. It's hard. It's hard to uh, hard to get to. How? So there's another Indiana Jones movie coming out. They're filming it like right yeah, now. I know. Off the dome. How old would you say Harrison Ford is? I know. I know this already. Okay. So he's 80 years old. He's not 80 yet, but he's yeah. very old. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's ridiculous. He's about to hit 80. I don't understand it. Why can't they just get another? Clint Eastwood's 91, and he just came. He just his movie dropped today. Uh, no, I mean, you could be in a movie, but you can't play Indiana Jones at 80. That's You know, I heard something the other day. I don't uh, know if this is true. I got this on my Facebook feed, okay. so this take this with a grain of salt. So you know it's true. This could be Russian bots it trying to misinformation. Yes, yeah, misinformation. Sure. But apparently in the next film, Phoebe Waller-Bridge is in it, and apparently she's going to replace him That's as the Indiana heard. Jones yeah. character in the future. And That's I'm like, sort of what I that is too. the worst. I love her. Uh, I love Fleabag, and I just finished watching Crashing. Like, she's great. But that's a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah. First of all, she's British. Right. Why are we having a British? But why can't we have an American play our American? We don't right. have a whole lot of like characters right. left that are American. Like Indiana Jones is pretty quintessentially American. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the whole point, right? In a lot of ways, like. Right. And also, like, why does it have to be a woman? I don't understand for Indiana Jones because we're woke. We're in a woke that, culture. That's that's it's like James Bond. It's four guys. It's That's the entire audience of the film. Hey, come on. Look how, look how well it worked out for Ghostbusters. With Ghostbusters, it's a comedy. You know, you're not really, like, emulating the characters of the Ghostbusters so much. Like, but Indiana Jones, James Bond, they're supposed to be guys that guys want to be. Yeah. That's the whole point of the franchise. I, I am you know, there's not no, all There's no other yeah. point. You're I'm, just, watching I'm, just, it. I'm just telling you why, why they're doing it. That's kind of why Tom Selleck, I think, wouldn't work. Because I don't want to be Tom Selleck. I'm looking at I him. Don't know. I, I like I watched Magnum P.I. like religiously. When I was a kid, I liked him as Magnum PI, but yeah. I'm just saying, like, I didn't want, I don't want to be that guy. I did. That guy's too much. I want to be a guy like Harrison. Did you Ford. ever see all the girls like, that he got as Magnum PI? I mean, it's not about that. Who, it's not who really want to be him? It's not really what I'm saying. It's just like, it was cool. James Bond gets tons of women. Yeah. But you want to be him because of the other stuff he's like, because okay. he's just awesome. He's just so, so good at everything and cool. It's like, do you know the, who Idris you know, Alba is? Yes. They were considering him for James Bond. Would that be okay? He also kind of has the same thing as Tom Selleck. He's like a bit too much. A bit too much. I don't yeah. really feel like I could aspire to be Idris yeah. Elba. He seems like too much for me. See, I, could, I, thought, Pierce Brosnan, Ford, I thought Pierce Brosnan was too pretty. Exactly. You know, I agree. For, for, I agree. Uh, for I James agree. Bond. Didn't like him as James yeah. Bond. Yeah. But I do like Daniel Craig. I do. I, do I can't actually be Daniel Craig. I'm not delusional. Right. But I could almost, when I'm watching him, I'm like, I could almost do that. I yeah. could almost be that guy. Whereas when it's Pierce Brosnan, I'm just like, I'm not a soap opera yeah, star. I know. I'm just not. I don't have that hair. He's just got that. He's got that hair. Yeah. Timothy Dalton had kind of the same look. He was a little rougher. A little rougher. A little rougher. Yeah. But Sean, for my money, Sean Connery will always be James Bond so. for me. But, I think so. Yeah. But, um, but just like Harrison Ford will always this, be. This is based you know, on James Bond in a lot of ways. Yeah. You could see the influence, and yeah. it's the same sort of role for the main character, and they tend to be kind of episodic. There's mm-hmm. not really a whole lot of connection between the films. Well, except for, and one thing that they that they both agreed on from the beginning was that he had to be 
fallible. He had to be. Yes, I love that. He had to be. I love that. That's better than James Bond, yeah, he, by the way. Yeah, exactly. He had to be a guy that would get hit and knocked down. Absolutely. Well, the first thing he does, he gets, goes into that temple and he's like all cocky yeah. and he like flips the thing yeah, over he's and like, then he, 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 he like, screws he's, it up and he almost yeah, gets himself yeah. killed. He salutes the, he salutes him with a hat. He's like, yeah, what's up? Yep. Yeah. And then he's like, um, I, okay. Again, again, I like that kind of character. But, first, but of, first of all, because it's, the, it's... The best part of that scene that shows that is when he jumps across that one ledge, yes. grabs the root, and he's like, yeah, and I got the root. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh. No, constantly throughout. Yeah. The, it's just like in Die Hard. Yeah. I like John yeah. McClane as an action hero more than the other guys because John McClane is just, just barely making it. Yeah. He's winging it, yes. and he's just barely surviving all the right. time. And that's, again, it makes it more relatable. Right. You're like, you yeah. Know, you look at, you look at Bruce why. Willis. You look at right. Bruce Willis, and it's not. he doesn't look like Sylvester Stallone. Right. I, don't, I look at Sylvester Stallone, and I'm like, that's a person that's nothing right. like me. Bruce Willis, I look at. And I guess like, that was always the problem. Sort of the problem with with James Bond, especially when Roger Moore did it, was he never got his clothes wrinkled. Right, right, right. The cool thing about Daniel Craig is he gets his butt kicked. He, a he really lot, does. But there's a, there's a, one of my favorite like just physical bits he does. Mm. He's like on a fight in a train. He's got the tux on, right? Uh-huh. And he's on a fight on top of a train. Gets in this big fight and gets fought and stuff. He, he kind of gets hit a bunch of times, and uh-huh. he's like. Walking away from the fight and he like adjusts his tie. Yeah. He does this little move of like adjusting his tie to make sure and like getting his cuff just well, right. He is English. I love that. Like that's that's cool. Yeah, that's he a, is that's English, a cool move. But Indy's right. Indy's kind of the same thing. He's kind of just barely making it. I like that. The character's more relatable. It's more interesting to yeah. watch somebody oh, almost sure. lose. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The bit where he's on the truck and it's like he deals pretty well with the regular German guys, but the sergeant kind yeah. of messes like, him up. Yeah. Messes him up and then and then when he finally like Beats that yeah. guy. Yeah. That's pretty. That's pretty yeah. uh, satisfying. Yeah. I don't know how you are sitting driving a truck and throw someone through the windshield <laughs> with one arm. Well, that you've just been shot in. Well, you, by do, the way. you do it because you slam his head into the dashboard right. about five right. times and then throw him. Right. And by then he's kind of a limp. I don't know if you've yeah, ever tried to doll. pick up a limp human being. They're pretty heavy. <laughs> you cannot well, throw one with one arm. Maybe he just had momentum. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. It's a little, a little hard. <laughs> but to that was pretty satisfying when he. It's very satisfying. Smashing his face into the thing. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. Yeah. That German truck is a real piece of junk, by the way. Yeah, that Mercedes. Everything's yeah. like falling off. Of it. Like the, the door falls off of it. Yeah. They're hanging on the grill, and it's right. falling apart. What I, was there? Did, was there a favorite scene in this movie for you? Other truck than scene, the, the truck scene's pretty good. Yeah, the truck sequence is pretty good. I went to see it with Alex down in Rio Grande, and um, there's a sort of slower part after they get the arc, mm. and I could tell he was st- starting to fidget a little bit. And I like, I looked at him. I was like, Hey, buddy, like. Relax. Mm. The next 20 minutes is literally just him kicking Nazi ass. Right. Like he does right. not stop. And he was like, okay. And then they were on the truck, and I was like, what do you think? He's like, this is this is awesome. Like, this part's really good. I've always thought the ending is kind of anticlimactic. Yeah. I mean, it's not. It's a climax because it's got this big special effects thing that happens. Right. But, like, Indiana Jones is totally sidelined. That's kind of the point about what he – is he a grave robber or is he an archaeologist? I mean, uh-huh. I don't know. I mean, he, he – whatever happened was out of, totally out of his hands. If that hadn't happened – he would have been killed, eventually. Tied you think, to, you'd tied think to somebody a, would just drop him in the ocean yeah, somewhere. Pretty much. I really like the uh, like the sneaky kind of archaeology stuff, like the Well of Souls scene, like all of those scenes where they're. You mean um, the map room scene? No, the oh, Well of Souls. Well of Souls. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, like, sure. Like that oh. that whole that whole bit. One I of really my enjoyed. favorite lines in the movie, and it's so simple, but it makes me laugh every time I watch the movie and every time I think about it, is when he's standing there and Bellock's Bellux looking down at him, and he's like. He's like, who knows? Perhaps in a thousand years, even <laughs> you, you will be worth something. And he goes, <laughs> you son, son of a, a bitch. <laughs> like, yeah. I love that. That, that yeah. gets me every time I watch it. It's just delivered perfectly. Right. Right. Um, oh, I wanted to, you know what I wanted to talk about? And this is kind of a weird question. So yeah. this film, probably the primary artifact of Judaism. Okay. Right. Second yep. film, very powerful artifact of Hinduism. Mm-hmm. Third film, very powerful artifact of Christianity. Christianity. Yeah. And the fourth one is like New Age people. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. Let's, the fourth one never happened. Let's yeah. just say. But I've noticed that they've left out one of the world's major religions. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they're never going to do anything about this religion. I mean, am I wrong? Do you think the MacGuffin for Indy 5 <laughs> will be something from Islam? Because I really don't think so. Well, I, I don't the, know what it would the, be. The problem is you, know, you, you can't. You can't Islam itself forbades. Right? Well, there's the Kaaba, there's the rock, okay. that's holy, which is you know, people say that they're like, oh, you know, we forbid any other gods, and it's like, well, you have angels yeah. and you have jinn and you have things like there are other beings, mm-hmm. you know, so you're not entirely. But you can't you, you know? can't depict things though. 
depends on your interpretation. Different places. Yeah. Persians traditionally would actually draw Muhammad mm. even. So mm. it's okay. it's it's you know it's kind of like Christianity. There's different regions. Well, I that think, think I think things, though so. if you if you I mean look what but happened. Yeah, you're right. Generally speaking, that's true. What was uh, the name of that that French satire magazine? Um, oh yeah, Charlie Hebdo. Charlie Hebdo. Yeah. Right. I mean, look what happened to them, right? Right. 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 So well, if that's you, what I'm saying. So if you had a relic. What could it possibly be that wouldn't piss them, somebody off? Christians I just don't pretty, think anybody would. Christians touch it. are pretty easygoing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know. Jews are really used to it. <laughs> also, <laughs> so, okay, so Steven Spielberg's Jewish, right? So if he's doing the Ark, okay, you can okay. kind of say like, you know, I have Jewish Joe community, I guess, yeah. to some extent. And also for Christians, modern Christians don't believe in the Holy Grail. No. that's a medieval thing. Right. So you can kind of get away with it. Right. I don't know how Hindus feel about Shankara stones. I don't. I. Don't, I, I mean, there are artifacts in Hinduism. Yeah. You know, temple. You know, it's quite a foot few actually. Grave goods yeah. and things like that. So there's like the Buddha's tooth. You could mm-hmm. do something like that. That might be one. I don't mm-hmm. know. There's a bunch of stuff that's been done in uh, sort of like the expanded universe, Vanilla Jones right. novels and things like that, and video games. And yeah. I always thought Atlantis would be really good. Yeah, that'd I be always f- kind of thought they were going to do fun. that. But that then they did the Disney fun. film. Yeah. The Disney Atlantis, which was uh, like almost exactly what I would have wanted out of an Indiana Jones. So the animated, film. the animated, the animated film, one, which yeah. wasn't bad. That's no, it was quite good. I think Michael J. Fox like voiced that one or something like that. I think that's it. Yeah, yeah, I actually like that one yeah. quite a bit. It was good. I was I just thinking that that uh, you know they tried that uh, the Mummy franchise actually did a pretty good job. I thought so you know? too. They, yeah, and I they, liked were, it. they were trying to recapture some of this Indiana Jones mm-hmm. with um, absolutely what's his name, uh, Brendan, Brendan Fraser. Fraser. Yeah. yeah, but again, Brendan Fraser, who I do like by the way, is too much. You think so? He's too much of like a like a hunk, yeah, to be Indiana Jones. Not anymore. Me. I don't. Well, yeah, no, he's more like a. I, I I always liked him. Yeah, but he's just kind of like a pretty boy a little bit, and yeah. I don't relate to him as much as I do to somebody that's to right. Harrison Ford. And I just I need somebody a little, a little more a little accessible bit more Joe or something kind of guy, right? Yeah, like. And I think that's kind of what they were going for with this movie. Like, although, you know, like I said, you know, Harrison Ford in actuality is a movie star, you know. Right. Like famously, like in, like right. Han Solo is like got a lot of charisma and stuff like that. He's so he had like been some, in, some I, I don't have IMDb in front of me, but I think by the time this movie came out, let's see, he'd been in um, American Graffiti. American Graffiti, right. And then had sort of not worked since well, then. Well, no. He, he had, was working he, as like a carpenter. He when had he discovered Star him. Wars 1 and too. But they discovered him on the set of Star Wars right. working as a carpenter. But he, to be he also book. had Force 1 Force from Navarone, 10 from Force 10 from Navarone, think, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. When was that made? I think that's after. Was it after I Star Wars? So. I think so. Because I, I think he basically did American Graffiti and then didn't do anything until Star Wars. Okay. There's only like two or three years between the two. It's, yeah. not, it's not that big yeah. of a difference. But, um, Star well, Wars and was he was working for break. Lucas again. So right, Lucas right, got him on as a right. carpenter. I think he was building sets uh-huh. or something. Yep. Yeah, yep. And then he just tried out for Hunt Soul, and they were like, "This yeah. is it." Which I, is I think like, I think they just had him stand in one yeah, day. I think you know, so. And they're like, "You're actually pretty good at this." Yeah, you know. Yeah, he's per- he's perfect in that. I mean, yeah. he's like, absolutely. That I don't think that movie is very good without him. No, no. I mean, it would still be pretty fun. You need but somebody to counterbalance Luke's incessant whining. So, this is turning into a Star Wars podcast. But when I was a kid, we used to play Star Wars. Uh-huh. And we would line up. It was me and my friend and this girl that we played with. And he was a little older, so he'd be like, I'm Han Solo. Yeah. And she'd be like, did. I'm Princess Leia. And I'd be like, I don't want to be Luke. <laughs> right. Who else so I used be, to though? play the good stormtrooper every yeah. time we played because I just thought Luke was so lame. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's the same kind of thing I'm talking about. Right. You don't want to be Luke. You want to be Han. Right. Han's cooler in some way. Right. I don't really know what it is. It's just, you know. Did you ever have the... Uh, the uh, Okay. We, yeah. Are we going? You were going off on a tangent. So well, we'll we'll do that. That'll be another time. Right. Actually, we shouldn't even do that because that's such a given. But uh, oh, Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's not a, really worth yeah, doing. For, we, for, we talked about one of the prequels. We're or both might be we're both complete nerds. But yes, uh, exactly. What else? What else? You, you get this whole list. So it was of Alfred Molina's first film. Yeah. That's which right. seems like it would be a bit part, but they actually the camera's on his face quite, quite a, a bit, bit. Yeah. Like through the whole thing. He's coming back as Doc Ock. I know. In the newest, I know. That, uh, that looks really good. Spider-Man. I'm does. excited about that. Are we trying to keep this evergreen, though? People have watched this movie already in the future. Oh, have they? Yeah. How was it? Yeah, so send us emails about how good Spider-Man was. We'll get them yeah. four years from now. Yeah. We'll Either concur or so not. It was terrible. So, yep. Why is the OSS after the Ark? That's one thing I want. Why to is ask. the OSS? After Why do they the care whether Hitler gets the Ark? Well, I they think don't they, believe it's gonna. Well, I think they just want to full armies. Right? They want to foil any plan that that. Uh, just anything he did, uh, of course. Or do you think it would be like a big morale boost? No, I think I, it actually would have a negative morale effect on the enemies of the Nazis if they. No, had I the think Ark. I think if you put yourself into the office of the OSS, right? Right. And you're like the director of the OSS, and somebody comes up and says, "Hey." We just found out that Hitler's trying to find this thing in the desert. And, okay, what is it? Well, it's the Ark of the Covenant. Oh, well, what does it do? 
well, according to this guy, you know, according to the Bible, wait, 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 we're talking about that ark? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Hitler really believes Didn't in it. did you guys it. go to Sunday school? Yeah, right. Hitler really believes in it. Well, what do you guys think? Right. I don't, I have no idea, but this guy believes in it. Who? This guy. Okay, well, how much will it cost? A plane ticket for him? Right. Not okay. very much. Yeah. All right. Much. Send him. Why not? I mean, he doesn't, like, have official papers <laughs> from from them, and he doesn't have, like, well, I believe the the... the well, United he, States Army did spend resources getting artifact, art back. No, they the did, Nazis, yeah. Right? yeah. During the war, like the monuments yeah. men and stuff yeah, like the that. Monuments like that actually right? happened. So apparently they, they thought did. it was worth some No, I'm just say, saying like they didn't have to do much to send Indiana no. Jones. No, to, no, it's pretty easy, you know, right? To, yeah. To He's pretty across. much expendable as far as exactly. the OSS is yeah, concerned. Yeah, yeah, it's like, well, we don't believe it, but, you know, well, might as well. But then why know. did they decide to hang on to it? Why don't they let it be in the museum? Because they found out it was real. Did they? Well, they did. Okay. That's another thing I wondered is why doesn't Belloc know? Belloc believes in it. Mm-hmm. He believes that the Ark is a radio for talking to God, right? right. He's read the Bible. Yeah. He knows what happens if you're not a priest of Levi mm-hmm. and you go into the Holy of Holies and get near the well, Ark. He's dressed like one too, though. He's dressed like them, yeah. but he's not of the blood. You have to be of the blood of the, yeah, of the, of of the priest of, of Levi in order to go in there. He knows better. Yeah. What, what's he doing? I think it's the same reason that at the end of the Holy Grail, that what's her name, Anna or whatever, goes for the Elsa, 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 Elsa yeah. Schneider. Elsa Schneider goes for Schneider goes for the uh, the Grail. You know, he's like, "Don't step across that seal. Don't step." You know, and, oh. and Elsa, give me the give me the Grail, honey. Right. I think Elsa, and she's like, she "I tries can reach, to reach it. it. I, can, yeah, yeah. I can reach it." And she, she just has to. You know, he, he just has to see what's in there because he's obsessed with it, and he, and he even says that you know. So he kind of knows what he's probably killing himself. Essentially, he's got to got to figure. Or he doesn't know. He just wants to find. He out. He does his best. He says the right words. Yeah. He wears the. But I can tell you right now, and I'm not a Bible scholar. Yeah. He's a dead man if he goes anywhere <laughs> near it. Anywhere near it, not even right. open it. You know. Yeah. But anywhere in the room where the right. ark is kept, you're dead. It happens in so the Bible. So that that sequence, that whole sequence the, in the script. Mm-hmm. Did you know? What, did you read what it, what it said in the script? No. So the whole sequence where the angels and the lightning and all that stuff, the uh-huh. script says all hell breaks loose. <laughs> and, then, and then they had three uh, special effects directors or whatever, and they said, okay, you guys come up with something. All the stuff they came up with, they're, they're, it's, it's amazing. So there's that part where the angel, the, the cherub, cherub like turns into the Sure, it turns into like one of the things like poltergeist or something. Yeah. So that was uh, George Lucas's receptionist. Really? Like yeah. the angel was? Yeah, the angel oh, was. Oh, yeah, okay. And uh, it was filmed and reversed to make it look kind of weird. And then they superimpose, like slowly do this fade thing. It was like this, the way they came up with a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. a lot of that was shot like in the water. That's weird. Well, I, like the, the spirit things were like forms and water that they were just kind of like. Yeah, okay. Around, you know? I could see that. that. That's what gave them like the, you know, the spirit quality or something like that. You know what? Something I noticed for the first time, you, hmm. you mentioned the well of souls. So yeah. you know how they get, they get out, he, he breaks down the wall and they kind of climb yeah. out, uh-huh. uh, out of the door. They do like a, it's a close up as they get out and then they show them far away. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at it and there's a dude laying there. There's a body next to them as they're coming out of the well of I souls. I never noticed that. I never noticed that before in my life. I was looking, I was like, I bet they cut something there. Yeah. Probably and right. I looked and I read about it. And yeah, what it was is they come out the door, and there's a guy there who's just show, so shocked to see them coming out oh, of the wall of souls that he faints. Yeah, and, and they so said, they, but they, they cut said, it because it just was the wrong tone for yeah. the scene. But it was like I noticed it before I read that. I was like, right. "What is that guy doing?" There? I never like, know. There's just like a drunk guy. I later. never noticed that. So I never You're noticed right. that yeah. before. I remember yeah. reading that part though. Yeah, I, I noticed it, and then I read about it to confirm. So I thought that was pretty funny. There's also in the classroom scene mm-hmm. after the eyelids thing, mm-hmm. everybody's filing out of the classroom. That one dude with the apple. Well, yeah, that was I've, I've, that. Yeah, I've seen that's pretty funny. But that, <laughs> I, like, I, I, that I noticed that. But you could hear somebody go, "You know, he was off his game today. He must be all that travel." Never heard that before. Wow. I heard that. I was like, "Oh, well, that's, that's weird." weird huh? I never really thought he seemed like off his game. I thought the whole point of that scene was that he was super cool. Right. All the girls are in love with him and stuff. Well, remember, but, he, remember how he he like kind of stutters a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. He he's trying to read. Neo, and it, new, yeah. I T H. Yeah. I do that all the all the yeah, time. Well, sure. I mean, you're at the. I the, thought it was supposed to look board. human. And then Marcus walks in. You know, interrupts his concentration. Are we at that time where we decide whether this is? Yeah, a, we are definitely at that time. Okay. So uh, I picked the movie. Okay. Oh, we haven't done our biggest surprise. Oh, biggest surprise. Okay, so your biggest surprise was? My biggest surprise, okay, so there's two things left that are the possible possible biggest surprise. First of all, the idol in the South America scene, Okay. right, the crazy little golden idol? Yes, okay. It's based on a real uh, Aztec artifact, or maybe it's Shicha or somebody else, but 
It's at Dumbarton Oaks, which is a museum I've been to a hundred times in D.C. Really? There's a, a museum of Mesoamerican and Byzantine art uh-huh. that's like off in northwest D.C., which is really, really nice, like super cool museum. But the artifact that Indiana Jones is based on is there. So really? the next time I'm in D.C., I'm like go going out of my way to Dumbarton Oaks. Did you know that, that, that so. supposedly the eyes were supposed to follow him? I never noticed that. No, never noticed that. I'm going to have to watch it again and, and look at that part. Yeah, I never noticed that. That's weird. Yeah. So anyway, so what actually was the biggest surprise okay. to me is the dude at the beginning of the movie that pulls the gun on him mm-hmm. and he gets the whip out, hits him in the hand. Right. I, Get, and gets, I, his, gets his comeuppance by the tribes people. The Jovitos yeah. fill him with arrows and leave yeah. him dead. Yeah. That's the same actor that owns the monkey. The how do we on, never notice that? I don't know how I didn't see that, but how it's totally, I could see it. I could see after it. He has I, an eye patch I, and he yeah. has a beard. It's a little different, but it's totally after the same After I saw it, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. It just blew me away. I was yeah. like, wow, that changes how I view those two <laughs> how scenes. They, like, how did they get away with that? Yeah. We just never noticed. And the German mechanic and being the, German the same mechanic. guy as the Sherpa. But that one, that, that one you can't different. see him yeah, very well. Yeah, you can't really well. see yeah. him. So, it's wow. sort of the same thing. One is each one of them, like one of the one of the versions is super clean shaven. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to see right. the same person, you know. <laughs> that was so cool. That really that. shocked yeah. me when I saw that in the IMD list. I was like, okay. Yeah. So what, what what was your... Uh, Mine was the original name for the stupid movie. Oh, Indiana Smith. I've heard that before. <laughs> well, but yeah, yeah. The Adventures of Indiana Smith. I mean, can Terrible. you imagine? Terrible. Hey, Apparently, hey, what do you want to go see? Uh, do you want to go see Superman or the Adventures of Indiana Smith? Yeah. Uh, and apparently, there was a guy in another movie called Nevada Smith. That was uh, Steve McQueen. That. Yeah, Steve McQueen, which I've never heard I've of. I've never that, heard that one either, but I wouldn't have confused. But just things, it's just but. terrible. Yeah, that's a terrible name. Uh, so the writer came up with the idea of, of the Ark and let's let's make the Ark the point of the story. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, Raiders yeah. of the Lost Ark. Right. Oh, okay. So um, that's that's uh, that was my big surprise. Okay. That's a good one. That's a good one if you hadn't heard that before. I like that. So all right. So So it's up to you. It's up to me. Uh, I mean this is a movie oh, I literally this, wait, let me hold let me hold my breath. <gasps> When I when I went to Jordan, uh, when I was studying there, I was going through like, you know, I, I ended up going through like temples and things like mm-hmm. that. I had a buddy in Jordan named Sala that I used to hang out with. And I was like, I, this is the coolest thing that ever happened to me. I can't that believe I'm hanging out with this Were guy. You, like, did you eat dates with that guy? No, but I no. wish I had. If I'd had the opportunity, I definitely <laughs> would have. Like, Did his I, kids call you Uncle, Uncle uh, Davey? Uncle Davy, come home. Uncle, Uncle Davy, come yeah. home. When I was uh, I was in Mexico one time, I was going into like a Mayan temple, and these big spiders are coming out of the rocks. I was just You're like, like, yes. Every it's just the happiest moments of my yeah. life. I've always been like emulating Indiana right. Jones. Like that's I don't never really was into pretending to be this James Bond. Boulder was coming after you one like, time, and you are like Indiana oh, Jones yeah. is something I always was. Just everything about the guy was something I tried to do as a yeah. kid. Like I just right. there is no way I am not going to toast it. It's so formative for me. It's, yep. Yeah. Maybe more formative than Star Wars, even though I'm probably a bigger Star Wars fan in a lot of See, ways. Yeah, I don't know if we're doing this justice though, because you're you're not you're not toasting this. You know, you're, you're not taking this away and looking at this critically. You're toasting this based on nostalgia. Um, you have to separate nostalgia from to from some criticism. extent. To some extent, but it, okay. So if we're just going to analyze it like for its own sake, sure. uh-huh. I mean, it I'm, was just, just, I'm just giving you a hard. It's just no, no. It's want, it's worth it's worth saying because it's. I mean, I just have no chance of saying no, right? right. To me, this is a formative class this is a formative text of my yeah. life there's no way i'm going to say it's not a classic <laughs> but in general it started a big franchise uh-huh. um i think i'm not the only person so my dad used to tell this anecdote he was watching this show uh like an archaeology show mm-hmm. and the guy who's the american archaeologist is traveling to egypt to go see all the temples and stuff like that mm-hmm. and he's got his indiana jones hat oh, my dad's watching he's like god that guy's such a dork he wants to be indiana jones he gets there to meet the Egyptian archaeologist. The guy walks out. He's got the same fedora, <laughs> just, just like Indiana Jones right. and both of them. You know, and it's just such a big deal, yeah. and it's like yeah. James Bond. It's just right. that's why I'm saying the whole Phoebe Waller Bridge. As much as I really do like her, mm-hmm. it's just not the right part yeah. for a woman. Unless you're going to change the series and just have a completely different thing, it's a thing guys want to be. Yeah, and that's okay. There was this like feminist critic critique of the movie at the end of the Wikipedia article is a collected bunch of things that various people had said. And they're like, this is like showing guys what they, what they, you know, the wrong way to behave. And stuff to- like that. And toxic I'm like, masculinity. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. This is not that toxic. This right. is, you know, this is just guys want to be a hero. They want to mm-hmm. be awesome. Mm-hmm. This is really not so bad. If guys acted like Indiana Jones, the world would be an okay place. I mean, it's a little I bit, agree. a little bit of that sort of Humphrey Bogart borderline right. misogyny sometimes kind of domina- domineering, I guess. Yeah. But it's not that bad. I think it's okay to let guys have a little fantasy like sure. this. And I just don't see it appealing to people if it's a woman playing the part. Yeah. I just don't see I just don't see it having the same. Ha, right. Do something different. Something right. different that women want to be. Something for women to look up to, you know. 
I think it's kind of powerful in that sense. Um, I think it shapes like what we think about a lot of things. It's like a roller coaster movie. I don't think anybody had ever seen anything like it mm-hmm. at the time. I think mm-hmm. a lot of movies afterwards have this kind of pace. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's a classic just in its own regard. All right. Um, but I can't even really properly analyze it. No, I am, no. I am jaded. It's such no. a big part of no, who no, I that, am. And that and, doesn't matter. I was being facetious. It's you, it's funny that you chose it and not me. That's how much this movie <laughs> right, means to right. me. So uh, it's kind well, of, we're toasting it. Then. Yeah, we're definitely toasting. Here's it, to so. here's Here's, and, to the, uh, here's to the classic. Here's to the classic. Let's do a better one. All right. There you go. That was a, that was a chin chin. <sighs> so um, what are we doing next time? Are we going to put in another another episode? Or do you want to do one with me and you? Are we going to go ahead and move forward with the free choice? Are you, are you editing out all this? Are we just talking? Well, if it sounds okay, I'll leave it. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> do we want to go with the free choice? Yeah, let's go to We'll, we'll try to free choice. So it's probably going to be a Zoom episode, but that's, yeah, that's you know, fine. That's fine. So, so what are we doing? So we are going to do, um, I had wanted to do something from comics. Mm-hmm. So I got online and I looked up, like, what are the classic runs of Marvel comics that you have to watch? And uh, I think the films today, the MCU films, are moving around to bringing in Galactus, mm-hmm. the Fantastic Four, and uh, the Silver Surfer. And I think those are going to come into play in the next run, this next phase mm-hmm. of the Marvel Universe. So... I looked that up, and it's episode uh, issues 48 to 50 of the Fantastic Four from 1966. Those okay. three issues, I'm going to read them, okay. talk about it, have some fun. Obviously, we're going to have to expand them, talking about the characters in general. Mm-hmm. There'll be a lot of tangential stuff to talk about. Cool. It should be pretty fun. So I, I've already started reading it, and I'm very much enjoying the yeah. comics, so it should be a good time. Brilliant. And uh, don't know what the drink will be. That's going to be tricky. But, <laughs> uh, we'll figure it out. So we'll come up with something. Yeah. All right. Um, well, thanks for joining us once again on Toasting the Classics. And uh, we will see you next time for Toasting the Classics. I'm Clint Lanier. Dave MacArthur. And uh, we're out. Peace out. That's it for episode 25 of Toasting the Classics. For those playing along at home, you'll need some four loco for next week's episode, where we'll be talking about the 1966 three-issue run of Fantastic Four 48 through 50. I can't believe I'm actually going to drink that stuff. If you'd like to get in touch, please send us an email at toastingtheclassics at gmail.com. Send us show ideas, comments, complaints, and let us know what you think of the new female Indiana Jones. Check out my blog at theattractivenuisance.com and follow us on Twitter at @attractivenuisance. Our music was written by Michelle MacArthur. See you next time on Toasting the Classics. Mm-hmm.